Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Are You Really Living Podcast. Today's guest is Sasha Harrison. Miss Harrison studied law in Jamaica. She is an expert when it comes to the dating field. During this episode, Miss Harrison will dive into the conversation of the harsh reality of dating in her 20s within the Jamaican culture. Let's welcome our host, Mr. Enrio Longchamp, and our guest, Sasha Harrison. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Are You Really Living? Today, we are fortunate to have with us Miss Sasha Harrison. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for coming to the show. I greatly appreciate it. What are some of the unique experiences you have as a single woman? Honestly, I wouldn't even say they're unique to me. I think it's just what happens nowadays. I realized ever since I became single that men in relationships, they tend to flock to my DM. And the moment like I'll bring up like, oh, don't you have a girlfriend? Like, oh, we're not talking about her. But maybe it's because I mostly date Jamaican men and I don't think I've ever dated outside my culture. So that's... <laughs> but what do you mean by flock your DM? So the moment you realize that you're single, like you're not posting me anymore, you're not out, you're not showing the two feet on an Instagram no more, they, they pick up. So they'll come and they'll be like, oh, you and you such man break up. That's what they call it, mm-hmm. such man. I'd be like, yeah, we're not together anymore. And once I say we're not together anymore, they stay in a DM. We're talking every day. They're sending flowers. The other day, right? I told you. We're <laughs> the dude. <laughs> we, we, we used to talk back in like 2019, but we were friends like after the fact. Okay. He knew that I was in a relationship and then I got out of a relationship. We were on Snapchat talking and he literally just sent me $400. Like, go do what I want. You don't consider that true love? No, that's not true love. He has a, she's in a relationship. They've been together, like, since 2019. And he sends you $400. Just like that. Didn't ask for it. Just chilling. I didn't even bring up. You think it was a case we were talking? Uh-huh. And then, like, I brought up, like, oh, my God, I have so many bills to pay. Or, oh, my God, I want to buy this. No, it was just unprovoked randomly. And how do you look at that? Do you look at it as a friend helping you out? or Because I know it's not from, like, an innocent place. Like, he has money now. He didn't have money back in the day. So it's, like, a flex in, in a way. I don't know if he's trying to buy me or something. But he kind of wants to just show me that he has it like that. And he could give me, like, if he wanted to. So he does that with the intention of, like, well, the with the aim of me just sticking around to see how much more I can get. But I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. So he's a little disappointed when I don't text him good morning and stuff like that. So it's not it's not true love and it's not from like a general place. He just <laughs> wants to play with me. So you don't think that it's because he wants to, he's not happy in his relationship and he's trying to be with you? That's why he's doing that? Listen, if he's not happy in a relationship, he could leave. He's just a terrible person. Literally. This happened like probably like a year ago. We have a mutual friend. So we have, I have a best friend. So he's friends. They're really close. Last year on their anniversary and on her birthday, because he asked her to be his girlfriend like on her birthday. So it's two in one. She helped him decorate a hotel room. And immediately after that, my friend posted a thing like, you know what? On Instagram, when he could ask the question. So she said, tell me something. And he responded to it by saying, tell Sasha that I'm going to want her. They just came from like decorating the hotel room. And he's he's out here saying, oh, tell Sasha that I want her. No, he's just nasty. He's a terrible person. Terrible person. <laughs> you don't see yourself dating that person? No, I can never. That's, that's what they don't really understand. Like, it can be a case where you're in a relationship and you're actively trying to pursue me. The way I see it, the way you get the man 
is where you're gonna lose him and let's say they break up right i could still never date him because i'm gonna be so concerned and paranoid i'm gonna have trust issues because i'm gonna believe that you know he's talking to other women behind my back because that's what he was doing in his previous relationship so the ship kind of said like the moment he started to put talk to me you also mentioned that you you recently became single is that correct yeah was it your decision was it a mutual decision how did yeah it was my decision it was a long time coming um we really just weren't compatible we liked each other and really cared for each other so i think that's why we held on for so long Mm -hmm. but there comes a point where you kind of just have to take something at face value and just accept that right now it's just not gonna work out also you mentioned that you don't date outside your race is that that a choice Honestly, no, I'm not closed off and I'm not like not open to dating outside of my culture mm-hmm. or like outside of my race. It just hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's kind of different. I think um, maybe it's the opportunity, you know, presents itself. I'll take it. But... So you only dated Jamaican? Yeah, only dated And you have not dated Haitians? No. Um, Cuban? No. <laughs> no one else? Oh, lie. I dated a guy from the Virgin Islands before. Okay, a Caribbean man. Okay. Yeah. That's how was was it the difference between him and the no. all Caribbean men are terrible. Can you explain that? What do you mean by terrible? It just don't stick to one woman. Like that's my biggest problem, you know. Biggest problem with them. Especially with I'm gonna I won't even broaden it like that. I'll say Jamaican men. They're just womanizers and they think because they're loving on you and they're treating you right and they're giving you everything that you want they have like a right to talk to other girls and do whatever they want to do on their time because at the end of the day they're still technically treating you right and like that's just my biggest problem with them they just don't know how to kind of just satisfy with like one woman and just kind of keep it pushing especially in my age group now and maybe that's why like i just don't have any luck with men because personally i like companionship is something that i've always liked so the moment like i find somebody that i'm comfortable with i'm like you know i think that you know we can go the distance and i want to see how you know it will work after a while he started to search the phone and you see them talking to other women and that just that's just kind of it it makes no sense and somebody once said like you have to wait to date a jamaican man until like you're in your 30s because that's kind of when they're ready to settle down they want to live out their 20s and they want to be wild and my whole thing is you know you can have fun in your 20s while still being loyal to one woman why does your fun need to consist of cheating and you know sleeping with all these women why that i just i let it go i am closing the door you know so right now, are you on any social media dating app like no. Bumble? No. Or... <laughs> no. But do you believe in those apps? Do they think they work? I know people who have had success with those, but I also know some that, you know, just playing out. Haven't. Can you give us examples in terms of the success okay. story and so, the bad story? I have a friend from UDs. Once we left Yui, about two years ago. What's Yui? Because, you know, our listeners. The University of the West Indies. So this is a university in Jamaica. This is basically like the university in Jamaica, a prominent one, the one that everybody wants to go to. No offense to University of the Technology. It's just not that guy. Um, After we left Yui, she went on Bumble, actually in Jamaica. And I was so crazy. Like, there's Bumble in Jamaica? Mm -hmm. And that's where she met her husband. They're married now. Wow. And she's my age. That's cool. Exactly. And I also have another friend who... So it's kind of a crazy story. So she went off a hotel in Jamaica, in Trelawney. And she saw this guy. And she decided that, I want that guy. They were playing bowling. So she knew that his first name was Matthew. She didn't know, like, the last name or anything. So I, she recruited me. Because I'm, you know, a professional, you know, stalker. 
So I go on Instagram. <laughs> You're a professional stalker. But I go on Instagram and I search Instagram. I type in every much, every variation there is. Couldn't find it. Nothing would pop up. And she got a smart idea to go on Bumble and just try to see, like, um, make the location hers, like, at the hotel. Just in case he was on Bumble at the same time and they would, you know. So she did it and she found him. Mm-hmm. They did it for, like, two days and then he ghosted her. Wow. Yeah. So not much of a success right there. Wow. So is that why you stay away from bumpos? Oh, personally, I'd like to meet the love of my life organically. You know, going through strolling rather mm-hmm. through the supermarket. And, you know, I'm too short to reach the cereal at the top. And it's like, oh, let me get that for you. That's kind of like, oh, I don't have anything against it. But no, I don't think it's for me. Now, how, how has being single shaped your perspective on life and relationships? Really? It just kind of, I think, okay, so I'm a lover girl. And if you knew me in high school, you'd know that I just love love. And I think I was very naive towards love and like relationships. So it's like, no, being single, I'm not, my judgment isn't clouded by love anymore. There's nothing clouding my judgment. So I'm seeing like firsthand how people in relationships actually are. And especially how men in relationships are. And it kind of definitely has made me a little shy towards it. I'm terrified because I'm terrified of getting hurt. Like I have that one fear. I don't want to be hurt again. Can't manage that. The next man that I date, I'd like it for, I'd like for that man to be the man that I'm married and I'm tired I don't want to date anymore I don't want to go through the talking stage I'm tired of telling you what my favorite color is no I, want, I have one more left in me and if it doesn't work out I'm just gonna let it rest I just can't so I hate that I'm like I feel this way mm-hmm. however I'd like to believe that you know the right man is out there for me so I'm not too stressing I mean I, I know you thought about this you thought about who you will consider to be the right person for you or the standards you're looking yeah. at. What are those? So for me, I think I definitely need to date somebody that has a similar personality. It doesn't have to be the same, but I've dated mostly guys that, so I'm more on the reserved side of things. I'm very quiet, chill, and laid back. Like, you know, I'm not really at the forefront with certain things. I like to kind of just be, I'm in my own world. Okay. So I would like somebody that doesn't really care to be doing too much. And like the last guy I dated, he was like social media fiend. Like he was just all over social media and that was his thing. Like I'd be scrolling on TikTok and then I just see a random video of him dancing. Nothing is wrong with that, but it just wasn't my cup of tea. And why it was so hard to adjust because at the beginning of the relationship, he wasn't like that. So it was really hard to adjust because I think somewhere along the line, the person that I fell in love with just kind of didn't exist anymore. And I dated, like, after our relationship ended, I dated somebody that was very similar to me. Mm-hmm. And I realized how much more peaceful that relationship is. You know, the two of us quiet, like, we're quiet, like, outside of the relationship or whatever. But, like, together, like, we chat, like, chat, 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 chat. But I was just so much more comfortable because when I see him on social media, wouldn't be embarrassing me. No, we're dancing TikToks or anything like that. And I just like that. Like, he didn't talk to... And that's my whole thing. I can't date somebody that's friendly. He can be kind, but I can't date friendly guys. It just doesn't work out for me because the moment that they're friendly, especially with girls that I'm not familiar with, is the moment that somebody's coming into my DMs and say, hey, sis, I just wanted to let you know that your boyfriend is in my DMs. Like, I don't want to go through that. So I'd like a man that just not friendly, mean to everybody, but very kind to me. Okay, so would, then based on that description, would you say that you're a jealous person? You say I'm you. definitely jealous. Like, I'm not jealous, very jealous. But I also think that, especially in my last relationship, I was so jealous because I didn't feel secure in a relationship. Reassurance just wasn't a thing. 
So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I just kind of be, you know, one side and I'm seeing him make other women feel comfortable. And it was just very, very unsettling for me. And it wasn't that case where I didn't express how I felt. I 100% did. And nothing ever changed. So, so you, you will continue being a jealous person. I don't think so. I think I'll definitely loosen up the moment like I'm dating a guy and he's making me comfortable and feel secure. Because personally, I don't have a problem if like my boyfriend has female friends. Like that's fine. I have guy friends. But you know, you just have to know boundaries. My last in my last relationship, he just didn't understand the concept of boundaries. First of all, why are you even friends with your ex? No reason. No reason to be friends with her, going out with her. And it was just so weird. Like I'd be at home. This time we're along this stuff. So I was in Jamaica and he was living here in the States. I'd be at home on Instagram and I'd just watch a girl's story and she's in my man's front seat. You know how embarrassing that is? It's embarrassing. And it's because I know that they dated each other at one point. Yeah, it was high school or whatever, but it's still called. But so in other words, maybe it was him. Maybe maybe the key was a problem. So in other words, you follow his ex girlfriend and I would follow her. So how were you able to see her story? Because when he went out at the <laughs> The moment he told me that, like, he said, oh, I'm going out with Enrio tonight. Yeah, I'm going to go over Enrio's page and I'm going to watch the story. I don't follow Enrio, but I'm going to be on Enrio's page for the whole night because I want to see what you're doing. That's just how, like, I ended up seeing everything. But, you know, it serves me right. I got my feelings hurt. I see it. Do you have any advice to single women right now that are dating? Keep faith. It's it's really rough right now. But the moment you find somebody that you think, you know, you really click with, I think you should go for it. Don't hold back. Don't. Just do what you want to do. I think personally, a lot of women, my age especially, we we tend to hold back um, in relationships. We don't tend to text first or call first because we're afraid how we'll come off and if you think, you know, we're clingy. But honestly, the rat man won't care. So just do what you want to do. Whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you comfortable, just go for it. And I think that's the quickest way to know, like, if a guy's for you or not. And I think that's the best thing to do. Like, stop holding back. Have conscience, you know. But just don't think you need to water down who you are in order to be like. You will never be like much for the right man now should a woman give herself a timeline in terms of the dating stage to say okay we're official or there's no timeline honestly whatever works for you works for you i know some women that do have timelines and it doesn't work out i know women who do who don't it's just senior i think it just really boils down to your own preference personally i don't think that I have a timeline. For me, it's like if we vibe, we just vibe and we take it from there. Of course, I don't want to be in the talking stage or the dating stage for like two years. So when I see that things are getting a little bit more serious, we'll have that serious conversation. I'll, you know, be vocal about what I'm expecting or what I want. And you can do the same. I will say, you know, if what we want aligns with each other. Now, let's talk about first date. This day and age, you know, 2023, is it still, is it okay for a woman to ask a man out on first date? <laughs> If you like the guy, go for it. I've never done it. I don't think I'll ever do it. Not because I have anything against it. But I'm a very shy person. Mm -hmm. So like making the first move like that, that's just not me. But I do think, I know I have guy friends and they tend to like it when um, women make the first move. So definitely go for it. We see a guy that you like, shoot your shot. It's one life to live, you know. One life to live. Now you, you, you personally, would you... Let's say you're in an Uber and then you were to meet someone, the driver. <laughs> you like the driver. You happen to like the driver. Would you ask that driver for his number? And- no, I'm going to make small talk, but I'm going to open the door for you. 
the app. That's how I normally do it. So I'll say like, he'll be playing some music and I might think the music is trash, but I'll lie and I'll be like, oh my God, this is a cool mix. Like, is this on YouTube? Is this a CD? And uh, he'll probably say like, no, it's like Spotify. And I'll say like, oh my God, like, it's really cool. When I say that now, it's up for him to say, okay, give me your number. Like, I'll send it to you. I'll send you the link or something. I put a ball in your court. If you don't shoot, that's fine. I'm going to let it go. But when that happens, does it bother you when you open the door for a person and the person doesn't bite? Um, no, because I'm not a forward person. So probably like, you know, he didn't take it as anything. And I can't really say that because I can't tell you how many times men have come to me like you know back in the day they'll say like oh you know i was giving you like the chance to like call out your boy and i didn't take it but i was just kind of so oblivious to it i thought you were just being friendly i thought you were just being nice i didn't think that you know <laughs> so i can't hold it against them for that because it's like in a case like that it's on me for not being direct you know so close mouth don't get fed so like i'm cool with it can you talk to me about the history of jamaica and also the maroons <laughs> what do you ask i don't know the history okay that's kind of broad do you want the cliche version the small version the small version saying oh i had the tannins arawaks first on the island then came the british people then the british people brought the africans the little triangular slave trade and here i am what what is can you what is the maroons so the maroons they that's like a tribe. During the slave trade, you had the Maroons. They were like the Africans, but they were the more rebellious slaves. And so you know Nani of the Maroons. Do I know any of this? No, no. Do you know of Nani of the Maroons? Have you ever heard of Nani of the Maroons? No, that's why. Oh, she's a lady on the $500 bill. Um, She kind of spearheaded um a lot of, I guess, well, breaking free from like the whole slave trade thing. They, so they were mostly, I think, in St. Elizabeth, like, you can't quote me on this. This was, like, social studies in, like, third grade. I don't remember what it is. But they were the rebellious ones. They were the aggressive ones. They were the ones that would be, you know, fighting. And a lot of them, like, during um specific periods of, like, war, a lot of them died out. But a lot of them ended up killing, like, the slave masters. That was pretty chill. We still do have the Maroons in a small town in St. Elizabeth, I believe, Hong Kong town. And they still, they have a chief and everything. They have their own currency. It's pretty cool stuff, yeah. You ever had a chance to go down there? Yeah, when I was in the sixth grade. So they have, they're all, like, they're, like, a little nation inside of a little nation. But it's, like, a very, very small, small community. Do they accept tourists? In other words, they're probably oh, going yes, down there. Yes, they do. They're not closed off or anything like that. But if you ever want to go, you could definitely pull up. Oh, but it's really cool. They, they show you their own personal history. They have their maps everything that have the leaders so like they don't even recognize our prime minister they only recognize their chief chief curry then you said they have their own currency yeah but that they current their own money but that currency is not used inside of jamaica no just within their community it's not accepted outside that is so cool i didn't know about that <laughs> now um this is this as you know the show's called are you really living so this is the fun part of the show. Can you share a success, success story to us about a, something you're very proud of? But I think the one thing I am very proud of is my degree in law. <laughs> so I'm coming from a relatively large family. I have nine siblings in total. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So I was actually the first one to really graduate with 
um, a degree from a university, especially being like such a prestigious degree at that, like law. So I'm widely celebrated in my family because of that. I'm actually the Beyonce of my family. Nice. Yeah. The whole thing with the degree is really, really because I was doing it on my own. I had the support from my mother, obviously, but it was, I was the first one to be going to university in my siblings. So it's not like I can go to my brother or my sister and say, you know, I need some advice on this. So like the very first year of university, I was figuring it out all on my own. When I have a mentor or anything like that, like I was just freestyling it on my own. And to know where I'm coming from, you know, from humble beginnings and everything and where I am now, like, it really makes my heart, you know, happy. And it's so weird, you know. My friend the other day, she asked me, like, do you ever feel proud of yourself? And I really thought about it. And I don't think, I don't I don't think so. Like, I, I never really stopped to think, like, you know, Sasha, like, I'm so proud of you to, like, you know, you come all this way and look at where you are now. Like, you're about to go off to law school. Like, I never really, I don't know. And I don't know why. But it's never like, so like, oh, my God, I'm so proud of myself. Like, I think maybe because I know that I'm still not where I want to be. But I always ask myself, ever since then, I always ask myself, like, would, like, the six-year-old version of me, like, be proud of myself? And I think she would. I think she would, like. I am now the woman that the six-year-old me used to admire. I used to have a cousin when I was growing up. I think everybody has that big cousin that you just want to be like, and yeah, you just know, admire her. Like, she's hot, and she, you know, she's smart, and she has things going for her. And I'm now that big cousin. And it's so crazy because no, my little cousins are looking up to me. And it's like, wow, like, this is a full circle woman. <laughs> that is cool. That is very yeah. cool. But and I know you're gonna continue making them proud, and then you're a very humble individual. So we are all proud. Of you. Thank you. <laughs> if you if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be, and why? French fries. What? Yeah. <laughs> why do you like French fries so much? I don't know. Potatoes are just that girl. I can't explain it. Like I remember, like for a week straight, all I had for dinner was French fries. It's just good. It's just good. With ketchup or just with ketchup. But sometimes, you know, you don't even need almost sounds with ketchup. You make your own French fries or no. you just I still have the free fries that you need to go and pick up for me. I'm like Donald. Just let me know where you're ready. So that's your food <laughs> food you would like to eat for the rest of your life. I'm not a big I'm not big on food right now. I used to be back in the day. So if you you know what though, I changed my answer. Okay. I would have spicy wings from KFC for the rest of my life. KFC in Jamaica. Not here. So the difference between Jamaica and KFC. You had KFC in Jamaica? Not yet. You don't need to. It's life changing. It's not the same. We have spicy original and barbecue. You guys only have original and it's not even good. Like it's so serious that when a Jamaican is traveling, they have to bring back KFC. They're gonna bring back pates, you know, but they have to bring back KFC as well. Every time my mom comes, she has to bring me KFC. From Jamaica. From Jamaica. And if she knows somebody that's coming and I'm coming to Florida, she'll leave them like it. And it's that serious. And it's so weird because there isn't a KFC in the airport. So normally you have to like buy it before you come to the airport. So, but it's that serious in Jamaica. KFC, all in your raise and price? Nah, I'm still going to be in a line. I mean, I, I mean, I've been to Jamaica, but I haven't, I haven't had a chance. To the lines eat. are ridiculous. Like, the lines are ridiculously long. Jamaica people love them KFC. I see. <laughs> um, what are some of your guilty pleasure, whether it's TV shows, snacks? Or activity. I think my guilty pleasure right now is sweets. Sweets. So 
Suits, oh, the series? Suits, the show. Yeah. The show called Suits. At all times of the day, you see me with my AirPods in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm listening to it. I'm right on me watching it because I can't have, you know, the higher up seeing that, you know, I'm not doing my work, but it's playing in my ear. Don't worry. It's playing in my ear. That's my go-to. Sure. Suits is your Yeah. Now, if anybody listening right now, they would like to reach out. Do you have any social media handles no. I share? <laughs> I don't. And that's the thing, like with social media, I'll be on now and then I disappear. So like now, my Instagram account, my Twitter, it's been deactivated for like the last two weeks. And I can't promise you that it's going to be reactivated for even the rest of the year. I'm just not like, I'm a TikTok girly. That's it. I don't post on TikTok, but I like to watch TikTok. I don't know. I think I kind of do out of the whole social media thing. I kind of don't like to be seen sometimes. So I just kind of go ghost most of the time. <laughs> One day. I'll get over it. You get back to it. But that's the thing, you know, I had a different Instagram account than the one that you follow now. And I had like, say like 3,000 followers. And it was just too much for me because I didn't know these people. They didn't know me. And so we're like, I'd be posting like things like on, whether it's like on the timeline or like on the story. I was just so weird. Like, why do 3,000 of you have access to like seeing this? And I don't even know half of you. It just made me very uncomfortable. So I ended up deleting that account. And I started a new account and I only followed people that I knew personally and people that knew me. So, you know, you might send me a little follower request that like, we know each other or we don't know each other like that. I don't want you over here. So, and I find myself being more active on it because I'm more comfortable like with that kind of audience because I know them and they know me. Thank you so much for stopping by the podcast. Oh, I greatly no. appreciate it. <laughs> and I look forward to speaking with you again. And uh, thank you so much. Have a good one. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Are You Really Living podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to us on social media. We would love to hear from you. Keep listening, keep learning, and keep growing. And most importantly, keep living your best life. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.